Meteorologist Keith Thompson is joining us to talk about the record-breaking heat wave that happened this week in 2012. Good morning, Brandon. Good morning, Keith. Good morning, Lacey, and good morning, Brandon. Nice good to, to see you. Yeah, nice to have you here. I, I think the last time you visited WBCK was a few mm. years ago when you were celebrating a big anniversary at the TV station. I think that was. That was the 30th, <laughs> I believe it was. Is Do you correct? remember I had to, like, take off really quickly? <laughs> I, I got, don't remember that. What happened? She got I got sick. your picture. I took your guys' picture and then suddenly got it terribly ill and I had to like that go home. That happens with people. I mean, I have that effect on No, people. I don't think it had anything no. to do with you, but it was just so odd. I, I was didn't like... know that. <laughs> or I must have forgotten that. That's It's been almost three years ago. Yeah. That was uh, pretty crazy though. Yeah, that was, uh, uh, let's see. I have it here. I have the article. That was uh, in April, April. Of 2019. Yeah, April. Well, the date for me anyway is, I don't know what date that was, but April 10th is uh, my work anniversary at, at the station. Well, in the title, I called you Iconic Meteorologist. <laughs> Keith Thompson That's celebrates nice. 30 years. I appreciate Canada. it. I've been called much worse than that. <laughs> <laughs> so. And, of course, uh, the three of us had all worked together before. Exactly, exactly. You guys, we all, we've, yeah. I mean, that was probably 20 years ago. I used to make sure you was looked right? really good on camera. And that's a lot of work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> was it 15 years ago? Uh, I don't think it was like quite that, that long. Okay. I, I left uh, WWMT in, like, 2012. Oh, that was only 10 years ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was there a few years earlier. I left. I started, f- yeah. I think we both started in 2006. Okay. Something yeah. like that. See, everything for me is, like, either it happened yesterday or it happened 20 years ago <laughs> and and we weren't allowed to be on tv we were doing oh, all the behind the i accidentally stuff. got on tv a few times <laughs> uh, when you weren't supposed to yes. your hand or something or my just hand standing in the wrong uh, spot? accidentally yes. walking in front of the yes. green wall yes that, that happens that still happens today where somebody all of a sudden will just sort of take a whole stroll and it's like where are you going not like the famous story of the the girl working there that did it on purpose that we- <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that i know that was more than 20 years ago that, that was, was a long long time i like ago. to watch that clip every now and uh, <laughs> that is one of those things that it's like if you didn't see it you'd say there's no way that happened it's like, yes it did and here's the proof so we brought you in this morning uh, to talk about this crazy stretch of weather yeah. and uh, we were talking about it a little bit off air um, you've said uh, over the years sometimes people have asked what's the most significant weather yeah. event and you would expect uh, maybe a tornado yeah. a, a blizzard yeah, snowstorm, a, a polar vortex right exactly heat index around 120 right. no it's this one it's this one which might seem a little sort of innocuous and it's like well it's not that big of a deal but here's why and of course we're talking about um a nine a nine day or a 10 day stretch I should have done my homework a little uh, bit. 14 through days. the 22nd. Okay, so nine days um, it, where we had nine. And I actually had a sheet where I had all of this data. But, of course, when I pulled into the parking lot here, I'm like, <laughs> oh, great, I left it at home. I but have I, some I mean, stats but here. But I committed so. some of it to memory. We had nine consecutive record high days. And that in itself is <laughs> wild because to have a record, of course, when we're talking about uh, records that go back more than 100 years. So whenever something happens like that and it breaks a record, it's significant. And then to have that two or three days is really significant. You don't even see records set two, three, certainly not even four days. But nine straight record high days was crazy. Um, five of those nine were in the 80s. <laughs> The 21st of March, Grand Rapids actually was warmer than Kalamazoo. Kalamazoo was 85 degrees. Grand Rapids was 87 degrees. That's crazy. Which would be a hot day in the middle of July, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um, And what made it the most wild weather event, in my opinion, in West Michigan that I've seen anyway, is that um, 
March's high temperature, March 2012, the average high temperature for the month was actually warmer than the average high temperature for the month of April. Wow. And so now that is whack because, um, you know, we go up in temperature from February to March to April to May. Our temperatures gradually get warmer. We all know that. But in the year 2012, the month of March was warmer than the month of April. And for that to happen this far north in the northern hemisphere, I mean, if that were to happen somewhere in Florida or something yeah. like that, even then it's a little bit, that's, that's odd. But for it to happen this far north on the globe was just a sort of significant of just how wild this was. And that's why, in my opinion, of all of the things that I've seen in the weather in 30 plus years here, um, and not to diminish some of the other crazy things like a blizzard or yeah. like the time back in 1995 when we had a heat wave and there was a morning low of 82 degrees. <laughs> that was nuts. And the heat index that day was 122 degrees. Ugh. I'm not saying that wasn't crazy. Yeah. But the craziest weather anomaly to me is that one 10 uh, years ago. And I think the reason it maybe doesn't jump out to people so much is, is like you said, an 80 degree day. It isn't that crazy right. in, in and of itself, right. you know, but it's it's the time of year that it happened. Right. And these records weren't just broken. Some of them were absolutely oh, shattered. smashed. I mean, yeah. smashed. Because you mean, said the average yes. is in the 40s. Well, right now our average high, just say, for example, is 45 degrees. So tomorrow, I think we're going to be up around 64. The guy I consult for weather <laughs> says that. Anyway, we'll see. Uh, that's almost 20 degrees warmer than average. We have to go 20 degrees beyond that. To get to where we were 10 years ago. And, and, and for nine straight days. What led to that? Like, was there something weird going on? Uh, there, there wasn't. I mean, it was an anomaly. So yeah. it was something that doesn't typically happen. Um, it was just sort of like, if in the summer we would call it a heat dome, and it would probably be more like 90s or low 100s. But it set up in March. And, and with a big area of high pressure and just some very warm air that had moved in from the south. And... I mean, and it was so odd that it hasn't happened again. And I don't, I mean, I, you know, you never say never in the weather world. That's right. for sure. But uh, nothing even close has has happened. And those know, were since. nice days. It wasn't the typical oh, right. warm days we get in March where usually if it's warm, it's coming with some wind and right. some rain. It was sunny. Exactly. There was probably a heat index. Too. Uh, well, and, and also it wasn't ended with a massive round of severe weather. That's another thing. It didn't come accompanied with a lot of storms. Like you said, it was like the middle of July. Um, and, and, you know, I know that uh, Lacey had mentioned a little bit earlier, you know, farmers yeah. Um, you know, don't don't like it when the weather gets out of whack like no. that. And that's where it really did have some consequences. And we can talk about it. And when I say we, I'm talking about those of us who don't have agricultural interest, especially fruit, um, can talk about it as like, wow, wasn't that crazy? Yeah. yeah. Um, but for the for the farmers, um, and particularly the apple crops, the apple farmers, I mean, they paid the price because what happened was is it caused those apple trees to bud early mm -hmm. because i mean again not just one day one yeah. day two days even three days will not cause changes like you know in the in the in the budding process and i mean i'm not a you know, a, a farmer. A yeah. farmer. I've never <laughs> seen flowers. Flowers are starting to bloom. But this caused the apple crop to bud. And then what happened was is you have these blooms. And in April, we had what is a typical freeze and yeah. frost. 
And I should have done my homework on this a little bit better, so I apologize for this. But if I'm not mistaken, I believe it was only 2% of the apple crop, you know, survived. It was bad. I know it was really devastating. And Michigan is third, fourth, you know, um, with New York State. Of course, it goes Washington, Oregon. And then um, and Michigan, it's a huge apple crop. Yeah. Right. And so to lose that much of the apple crop was like, wow, this is more than just like, wow, wasn't that crazy? It's like, no, it's more than crazy. It was devastating for some. Absolutely well, devastating. I think another thing that could put this in perspective is, so what's a, pick maybe one of the days in June or July, what's an average high temperature? Oh, well, you know, the middle of July is about whenever we max out and let's say the average high is about 84 degrees. That would be like in the neighborhood of July 15th, let's say. So if we were 40 degrees above average in July. Yeah, that's another way of looking at it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, which would be a temperature that's never been <clears throat> seen before. I mean, I think the record for the state of Michigan is in Mayo, and I believe it was like... You forgot to knock on wood with that. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> if, if that ever happens, yeah, that's going to be really problematic. But yeah, I mean, I do that sometimes in my head too. Like even when we talk about the high of 64 degrees that's expected tomorrow and Thursday, I say, okay, that's about 19 degrees warmer than average. If we were to go 19 degrees the other way, you know, the high would be 26 degrees, which is, of course, what we had on um, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it was even colder than that. Yeah, Saturday um, was weird, too. Saturday was, was weird, too. But just think of to have nine straight days like Saturday. Um, that, again, you know, to have one day. But, but even then, I mean, I don't want to, like, go too crazy with it. But, but to talk about the middle of March, just to have one 80-degree day in the middle of March would shatter any record. I mean, shatter records. The records for this time of year are in the low 70s. Yeah. You know, um, to go into the mid 80s is beyond <laughs> that. And then to do it for day after day after day after day. And as you said, <laughs> nice weather. Yeah. Nothing else going on. Just sort of like, well, we just sort of jumped ahead to, to July. Crazy stuff. It's Brandon and Lacey in here and joining us this morning, Keith Thompson meteorologist for WWMT and uh, we're talking about that crazy heat wave that happened in 2012 lasted for a little over a week yeah it lasted nine days uh five of them in the 80s even if we just had nine in the 70s that would be like wow you remember that yeah that would still be a significant uh stretch but the kicker was five in the 80s and March 21st of 2012 in Grand Rapids, 87 degrees. Just and a, a lot of people probably have a, a memory tied to it because St. Patrick's Day took place during this. Right. I don't yes. remember what day of the year it was I in don't 2012. Either. That's but, how I remember it. Is yeah. I remember, I think I had to work that day, and I remember there were lots of people outside oh. getting sunburned. And- oh, yeah, can you imagine? <laughs> and, you know, just to, again, a sign of in March how much just about anything could happen is you remember the St. Pat's Parade just day before yesterday or uh, three days on, on Saturday. It looks yeah. like you guys had a lot of fun. Oh, my gosh. Well, and, you know, I, I don't remember the stat exactly from the National Weather Service in Grand Rapids, but it was, I believe, the lowest maximum temperature recorded on March the 13th or whatever that day was, right? That mm-hmm. day. Um, so, again, you have... Ten years ago, yeah, it was the hottest by far that it's ever been this time of year. And then you advance ten years, and it's like we had the coldest day for that date that we've ever had. It was very cold on Saturday. I did not enjoy it at it was all. Ridiculous, it was ridiculously cold. Yeah, I put some stats in an article I did a couple of years ago about this. Uh, Marquette got up to eighty-one degrees on the twenty-first of March. Is that? I mean. Let's pause and appreciate that. Yeah. I mean, I know that down here we're talking about 80s. Right. But for Marquette? Yeah. At 81, they don't even burn the snowman. 
You know, they do that <laughs> snowman burning thing, and that's not until like mid-May or something, isn't it? That's 47 inches of snow in the UP melted away to nothing in just two weeks. That's crazy. <laughs> that had, I bet there was some flooding probably. <laughs> probably. So, and some disappointed people. I mean, they're used to getting their seasons pass on their snow hills. Up yeah, that's there, a quick snow on. season. You bet. And uh, yeah, uh, over a dozen major cities established new all-time record highs for the entire month yeah. of March. Not Grand, just- Grand Rapids at 87 was uh, smashed the all-time record high for the month of March. That is crazy. And uh, we were st- I was bringing up, too, it was later the same year in July that we had another heat event. Uh, yeah. And that, that one we really felt yeah. because it was temperatures we're not used to no, very no, often. We had some 100s. I believe it was four. Um, I'm sort of going off of memory on this one. but well, I surprised forgotten. you with it. Well, but, <laughs> but, you know, when we talked about that, I had forgotten about the fact that that July... Uh, we had another monumental sort of temperature event. Um, I believe it was four days in the 100s or three straight in the 100s. But here's the fact that I remember about that. And for some reason, as I told you earlier, I can't remember you know, how, I, how I got here today. <laughs> but I can remember some of these facts that don't matter to anybody. Um, I, I guess I shouldn't say that. They matter today. Yeah, we um, brought you in to talk about it. Thank you very it. much. But this is true because I, I remember making this graphic. Uh, weather graphic. The first two weeks of July 2012, our high temperature in Kalamazoo was averaged warmer than Orlando, Florida. Wow. <laughs> and, oh, it's always fun when that happens. And that's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, though. Again, another one of those where it's, it's like... It's more fun when it happens in the winter, but... <laughs> well, yeah, much more fun in the winter. But, you know, for it to happen for a day or two, it's like, you know, it's not crazy. It's not... It's always fun to point out in weather to be like, hey, guess what? We're warmer today than they are in, you know, Miami or something. I mean, that happens every now and then. Uh, but for it to be like a two-week period where if you take the average high temperature for two weeks in July and we are hotter than Orlando, that's out of whack. <laughs> that's just not supposed to happen. Well, I, I was hanging out with my brother. He was up visiting from Louisiana where they you know, oh, have some pretty they hot know their heat humidity. humidity. Yeah. yeah. And um, we were outside, I want to say around 1.30, 2 in the morning, and I checked my phone and the temperature was still like 84 and the heat index was in the low 90s at yeah. 2 in the morning. Uh, in Kalamazoo. One of, yeah, it was in the Kalamazoo area. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I'm sorry. For some reason, I transported you to Louisiana. Uh, yeah. No, in <laughs> Kalamazoo. No, the brother yeah. transported here. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that nuts, though, for it to be that hot? Yeah, and, we were sweating. It was yeah. 2 in the morning. <laughs> uh, in the same year. I mean, and I, I do remember, and I remember, I mean, I remember thinking, is this the end of days, you know, because I mean, well, shoot, no, that didn't I think we're still 20. asking that well, question. That's true. I know, I know, I know, 2020, 21, 22, all would say, hold my beer. Yeah. Um, but yeah, at the time, anyway, it was, um, this is, I don't want to, you know, go overboard and say apopoly, uh, apocalyptic, not apopoly, apocalyptic, <laughs> but it was crazy. And again, in the summer, I don't recall anyway at having. You know, such long-lasting effects as it like what like the March warm-up did with agriculture, but the fact that it had these consequences that went beyond what we were accustomed to dealing with it's for like, months, for months, and yeah. it's sort sort of like, wow, is this? You know, for example, is this a sign that the the fruit crop in West Michigan, which is huge, 
Um, and by the way, a byproduct of the lake effect, you know, which we think of lake effect as only having an effect with the snow, but it also is the reason that we have a fruit crop that's very vibrant and big here that they don't have, for example, on the other side of the lake mm-hmm. is because it sort of blankets us from the colder air or the coldest of the year. But anyway, maybe our fruit crop is going to go away or something like that. I that's mean, kind of a scary thought to think about. It's very scary. Um, and obviously now we know 10 years down the road that it's like, no, that was just a, a huge hiccup. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, it hasn't happened again. And I would say, thankfully, I know everybody jokingly says, oh, wouldn't it be nice to have like a week in the eighties? And it's like, um, not yes really. and no, yes and no. It's like, if you want your week in the eighties in March, I would say get a ticket yeah. and, <laughs> and go somewhere and else. Go somewhere else. Don't put us all through that. That's right. Because it does have, um, long lasting effects. Yep. Uh, meteorologist Keith Thompson is with us this morning. And uh, we've been talking about that uh, weird anomaly, probably other than those two in 2012 in March and July, the last time, uh, and this one wouldn't be heat related, would be the polar vortex that happened mm. three years ago in January. I think yeah. it was 2019. There was a 2019 where like the month of February, it just seemed like we just couldn't buy a day. The air hurt. It, the air hurt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If your ears did not fall off at least once <laughs> during that and you've got some hearty ears. Um, yeah, there was that. And, and um, also, you know, when you talk about cold related, uh, I think about the last time that we had triple digit snowfall uh, for a winter season, which would I believe would have been 1415, winter of 1415. And I remember that where it just like seemed like it wouldn't quit snowing yes. in, uh, in the month of February. And I mean, not to go off on some of these geeky things, but um, in <laughs> no, Jan- we like them. <laughs> January of 97, which was 25 years ago, uh, you know, in January. Uh, we had 64 uh, inches of snow in the month of January. Wow. Just in January. So um, what can we expect in the next 10 years then? <laughs> I know. What, what do you got on this? <laughs> Is that crazy? I know nobody. Well, and you know, here's another interesting thing. Two weeks. I mean, I can say with certainty, not because I did the research, but I can just say with certainty. Two weeks, three weeks before that crazy March streak in 2012 happened. Nobody knew. Yeah. I mean, nobody knew. It wasn't on the long range models or anything. Not like that. Like that. Not yeah. like that. There might have been. Yeah, yeah, there might have been in the eight to fourteen day. The Climate Prediction Center puts out, you know, season or um, you know, longer range forecasts, which will go six to ten days and eight to fourteen days, and then there's like a thirty day, a sixty day, a ninety day, and you know, the longer they get, the more it's like, yeah, you know roll of the dice right um i mean there's science to it and there's and there's a basis for the reason there's a 90-day forecast but a lot of things can change that would affect that you know equation Uh, but nothing nothing from the climate prediction center would have uh, predicted two weeks ahead of time (laughs) maybe that there's going to be a warmer than average yeah spell but not like nine record high days uh i don't you know I don't even know when it started to dawn on, let's say, meteorologists at the Weather Service that it's like this is going to happen until you're in the middle of it because it's so unbelievable. If I remember, and I could be misremembering, I think they had to keep bumping up the high for the day that day. It just kept going and going and going. Probably so. And again, because it's like, who would think (laughs) that? Because even if you would have just said 75, it would have been like, come on. Mm. And then... (laughs) What are you smoking? Yeah, and then then it's like, and then then it got to be 1030 in the morning, (laughs) you know? And it's like 78. And then it's like noon, uh, 82. You know, I mean, uh, it it was just like that where... Again, I don't think anybody could could fathom it. 
Well, we want to thank you for coming in and talking Absolutely. about this. And I'm sure we can think of other things and reasons to bring you back in down well, the road. We thanks. We'd yeah. love to have you in. Meteorologist Keith Thompson with News Channel 3. Uh, thanks for joining us. And uh, we'll have you back again sometime. Thank you very much. I appreciate it.